Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and today, as always, I'm joined by a man who loves to wear shorts, even in the most <laughs> freezing temperatures, Brandon Siegel. How you doing? I do love my shorts. I want to point that out. Like, I, yeah, I love do. wearing shorts. I, ideal wear is shorts, t-shirt, and like that's it. Like, yeah. That's, it. that's all you... It seems like that's what you wear like yeah. 95% if, of the time. If it's decent weather, I'm wearing shorts. Like if, if I'm able yeah. to do it, I'm going to wear shorts. Right. Because today, today was a bit cold. Like, and I honestly, yeah. I went shopping today, and I regretted it. Like, I, I walked out, I was like, I don't know about this one, but I was already going. So at that right. point, I was out. I was off. Yeah, I understand. So uh, today, this is our sixth episode of Small Bar Podcast, which is crazy that we're already at number six. It's honestly six. insane that, like, like, I feel like two months ago, we were, like, planning this, yeah. and now, like, it's actually happening. Yeah, we've both been having a lot of fun, I know. Yeah. Um, so... For today's episode, I'm going to go down the rundown right now. We're going to talk about the championship game in college basketball that happened on Monday with Virginia winning. Uh, Clemson apparently de- declining five stars now. They've, they're that good now. Um, Anthony Davis with his uh, clothing situation. The Lakers catastrophe. The Masters. Tiger has won. First Masters since 2008. Woo. Uh, small talk trivia. We're going to have some questions for each other with there. And then we're going to go into randomly ranked. We'll s- I'll s- save that for a surprise. And now we're going to get into the NBA awards and playoff predictions. That's going to be a good episode. Yeah. It's be, uh, so much happened in sports this week. Like, like it's mind-boggling how much happens in one week. Absolutely. It was a great sports week. It was such, such a great sports week. Just all around. I mean, Masters, Championships, so much happened. But let's go right into uh, some small talk here. Just like you said, uh, NCAA championship game is uh, first up. We had Texas Tech losing to Virginia, 85-77. Um, I think we both predicted this. Uh, I, I thought it would be closer. It ended up, you know, going farther away at the end. What was an overtime? I think I, I predicted 64-61. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech's defense at the end was lacking a little bit. Right. Um, and I think that's why the score ended up turning out, out how it, you know, turned out. But uh, what, what, how, how did you uh, depict this game? Um, you know, your prediction was actually looking really good for it a was. while there. It and was. then they kind of ramped up the scoring at the end. They Both, both teams started hitting shots, um, you know. Kyle Guy, DeAndre Hunter really came through. DeAndre Hunter was huge in this game, 27 points. He was just – he looked really good. I'm really a big fan of DeAndre Hunter, and he's he's going to go definitely in the lottery, probably top eight, I think, so he I, had a big game. He might have incre- been put in my top five at this point. I mean, we're going to do, so do a little draft board closer to the draft, but he seriously just had such a great game. And honestly, like, I thought – I was like, wow, he should be, like, the player of the game. I know yeah. he didn't have a good first Final Four game, but I was like, he's crazy player of the game. Looking at the stats, Kyle Guy, 8 for 15. DeAndre Hunter, 8 for 16. From three-point, Kyle Guy, 4 for 9. DeAndre Hunter, 4 for 5. Uh, 27 points for Hunter and 24 for Guy. Honestly, they both played just such, such amazing games. Kyle yeah. Guy, 100% deserving of the, uh, the uh, most valuable player of the Final Four. Absolutely. On to uh, Clemson here. Clemson apparently is now turning down five-star recruits. There's a report that they turned away uh, five-star recruit Reggie Grimes, who is the, uh, he is the 28th best player in America for the class of 2020. Uh, and he's, honestly, he's a defensive end, uh, outside defensive end, 6'4", 240. This is very interesting. I, honestly, as, as a fan of not Clemson, this is incredibly scary. Yes. I mean, you're turning away five-star recruits? I, I can't imagine one school that wouldn't be like, please come to us. Like, we want you. I mean, he, they actually told this recruit, we have no space for you. Like, we're sorry, but we have actually no space. That's insane. I mean, just 
this, yeah, obviously a testament of how good they've gotten. And this is crazy. If he's 28, so that means they've gotten at least, like, I don't know how many guys they've gotten in this class, but yeah. they've gotten so many guys ahead of him <laughs> in that top 27. Right, and I know the top 20, the, the top two recruits, uh, the one's a quarterback, and both of them, I know both of them for a fact are have Clemson, and their crystal ball predictions on 247 are all Clemson. So right. they're going to have an insane class coming in. I mean, they, they have four defensive linemen. They only start four defensive linemen going probably in the first round this year. So Clemson just off the charts. I mean, just amazing. Uh, on to the next topic. We have AD's clothing choice. A um, little background behind this. At the last game of the year, Anthony Davis, uh, Pelicans, power forward, wore a shirt uh, that had kind of the, uh, the Bugs Bunny saying, that's all, folks, uh, essentially hinting at how he wants off the team. Right. You know, he has requested a trade uh, a couple months ago or two months ago, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on this shirt? He doesn't pick um, his clothing out. That's yeah. what he said. Yeah, so this shirt in particular, I feel like, I mean, obviously he kind of knew he was going to get a lot of attention from this, but he's saying it's not picked out for him. He's saying that he has someone who picks out all his clothes, which is really interesting. I'd kind of like to have someone pick out mm-hmm. my clothes. It would save me some time. Right, nice. right. Well, speaking of people giving other people clothes, the Masters this weekend, um, very interesting about the Masters. Tiger comes out on top. Like, I just, yes. I, it was so amazing, like, watching this come to fruition this whole round. Right. To me, it, it was just so amazing. You know, someone who, like, like, I love Tiger. I mean, I feel like everyone kind of loves Tiger. You know, mm-hmm. it's been, like, almost 11 years. It was almost 4,000 days since he's won his last major. That's insane. Yeah, he brought out the Masters Red, and it gave him some good luck. And, you know, it's just so fun to watch Tiger. Obviously, I didn't really get into golf too much until 2014. But watching him, you know, this past year when he's kind of gotten back to his old self a little bit, he's been fun to watch. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Like, the turnaround, you know, on hole 12, uh, and they played triples. They had to start it early because of the weather that was coming in. Um, he parred that hole, and it ended up being such a big thing because uh, his the people who played with was uh, more Milani. Am I saying it more? Molinari, 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 Molinari. They they were like neck and neck. I think he might have even been a stroke up, and Molinari got a double bogey on that hole, and that just started it for Tiger. I mean, he was even going into that hole, uh, and coming out of that, he got three birdies uh, and one bogey to finish it off at the end. So truly amazing. Uh, Just I mean, it's just so great to talk about. Yeah, just saying that he won another his fifth Masters. I love it. Uh, Speaking of situations, I don't like that much. The Lakers have a they, – they got something going on there. It, it's a lot of garbage going on. <laughs> yeah, it's I, – I don't even know what to say about this. And you, you don't like it because you, you're a LeBron fan. Do so it's LeBron. understandable. It's, it's not looking great. But Magic, um, I, I'm not really too big of a fan of him doing this, especially the day he did it. He did it on Tuesday night, which was the day of Dwayne Wade and Dirk's last home right. game. He kind of stole the spotlight from him. I wasn't a big fan of that. Everyone was talking about Magic instead of uh, my guy D-Wade and mm-hmm. Dirk also. who mm-hmm. it, it was their night, and he kind of took a spotlight. Yeah, just to remind the viewers, a couple things we're going to talk about the Lakers. Magic Johnson, obviously, he's the basketball, uh, the president of operations yes. uh, for the Lakers, and he decided to resign. He said it was too much for him. Uh, it, I don't know. It's just, it's, to me, I think Magic was not helping. And let me explain. Magic, they brought him in, and he was like, I'm going to bring stars here. That is my job. And he got LeBron, and I think regardless if Magic was there or not, LeBron would have come. That's not – I don't think Magic was the reason LeBron went to L.A. Yeah, I don't either. But, it, I mean, it's more more, and more increasingly seems like the stars are not coming 
tell it. And to me, it's magic saying like, I did not, you know, I did not succeed. So I'm going to put myself, I, I'm, I'm going to be done. And, right. you know, he's saying like, oh, they'll be fine. I love you bus. Like everything's okay. Yes. I don't know. To me, it is, it's so unprofessional how he went about it. I agree. And additionally, I think he's hurting the Lakers more than helping. I, I mean, I, I like that he left. But the way he left and kind of, you know, what yeah. he's saying by leaving. And he said so much, like, when he left to different reporters, um, you know, different things. Like, Rachel Nichols, he, she was interviewing, and he was like, he basically told me, he's like, I was literally not happy. Like, I didn't like doing what I was doing. I mean, that doesn't, right. why does someone want to go to the Lakers if their president isn't happy doing what they're doing? Yeah, and I don't want to be too, like, harsh on Magic, but this kind of, I mean, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. I Just agree. him, like saying, oh, yeah, I'm not having fun. Like, I'm just going to go back to my life, you know, that I enjoyed before this. And it just kind of makes you wonder, like, why did you even get started in the first place? Like, you know, here not even a year later, and he's already, like, done with the Lakers. Yeah, I don't know. To me, the whole thing just doesn't make a ton of sense. A um, lot going on there, but Luke Wong, obviously, is on his way to the Kings. Uh, he was fired. Yep. Uh, it seems that the Kings have agreed in principle to sign him. Uh, I think it's a deal through 2022 to 23. Um, who, who, who do you think is the Lakers' next coach? The two big names are Monty Williams, the uh, uh, Sixers assistant, and then Tyron Lue, um, right. which us Cavs fans know about Tyron <clears throat> Lue. Yeah. Uh, either of those good options for you? Um, I'm not really too sure about um, – I mean, I, I kind of like Tyron Lue with the – because of like his LeBron connection, he's coached him in the past, and um, he's one of the only person, one of the only people, I should say, that has kind of challenged LeBron at, at least a little bit. Obviously, there's some reports that have came out like about how Tyron Lue in the past has challenged LeBron in the huddle, and I think that's something that's definitely good. I think a, the coach should challenge LeBron. You know, LeBron shouldn't just take over their entire team. So I do kind of like Tyron Lue. Uh, Monty Williams, I don't know a ton about him, um, so I think I don't think Tyron Lue would be horrible, but. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? To to me, I don't like Tyron Lue. The Cavs, it just seemed like he had no hold on the Cavs. Like, I, I've seen the same reports about how he, yeah. like, really confronted LeBron, like, in the huddle and stuff when LeBron was, you know, taking too much charge or, you know, whatever the incident was. To, to me, I, I don't like Tyron Lue for this type of position. It, he needs to be in the mindset of, I have to essentially rebuild the team, whether it's getting pieces or, you know, yeah. there's too many young That's stars. True. I think a fresh start with Monty Lewis, or Williams excuse me, would be... 100% the right go at it. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any, like, great choice. That I agree. I've, like, maybe I, agree. I need to research into it more, but, like, there's no great choice that I've seen so far, so I'm not really too sure. Maybe Lakers, Brad Stevens will just leave. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Lakers would hope. That would be great for that them. That would be great for but the yeah, Lakers. yeah, I mean, that would be great. Lakers, for them, it's not looking too good. You know, we'll see what happens in the future. Right. Um, so, wrapping that up, we're going to go into small talk trivia. Uh Last week, Trevor and I both did not do so hot on trivia. Uh, so the score is 0-0 after one week. Uh, probably, you know, not that impressive of a go at it. I should have known my question for sure. Your question, I thought, was a little... I, the second one, I yeah. didn't know. So that would have been hard. But right. uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? It's um, up to you. I can go first this All right, time. go ahead. All right, so my question is going to be related to the NBA, NBA history. Now, obviously, with the playoffs starting. So um, I'm going to... S- I ask this: When is the last team that a team seeded lower than the four seed won an NBA championship? And I'm going to give you a qualifier to this. Okay. It happened in the 1990s. Okay. okay. So the last team team seeded lower than a four seed won the NBA Finals, won the NBA championship, seeded lower than four, and it happened in the 1990s. Okay. Got to think about this. 
who won when. Okay, so, I'm thinking there's... You got the Jordan years. So you have the Jordan years. I know it's not the Jordan years. Right. So it's, it's not earlier in the 90s. I don't think it's later in the 90s. I, I think it's in the... It's... I think it is... I'm down to 95 or 96. I'm trying to think. Even if you just get the team. If you, if you just give me the team, that's fine I mean, too. I can't remember the teams. I, I, don't, I can't really remember the team. I'm going to go with, I think it's the 95 finals. I think. You're correct. I'm correct? Yes. Ooh. It was the Houston Rockets. Oh my God. I'm going to be honest. That was, that was a little <laughs> shot in the dark. I knew, I, I, I had a feeling it was 95 or 96. I, I right. couldn't come because to the right Because Jordan answer. went to baseball. Right. Exactly. That's yeah. why. So... I, I can't believe I got that, but one one zero right now. But you still got your question. <laughs> yeah, so it was ninety five. It was the Rockets, and they were the six seed that year. They beat the Magic. Okay, so. gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Your question today. Um, I'm also going to the NBA just because we're in this NBA playoffs, and this is kind of going to be an NBA draft question. Um, you okay. know, you you know I love the drafts, NBA, NFL, any draft. So we're going to kind of go with a little NBA draft question. Who was the first player to be drafted number one overall? Without playing college or high school basketball, the first player drafted number one mm-hmm. to not play college or high school basketball in the U.S. Yep, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna repeat the question one more time for the listeners <clears throat> at home: Who is the first player to be drafted number one overall without playing college or high school basketball in the U.S.? Uh, kind of the big hint there is U.S. Like he. This person right. did not play He's in the U.S. international player. Yeah, this, this player is a historically amazing player. Like, he's historically amazing. Wait, no, he went to co- college, though. He played in our lifetime. Wait, so you're saying he didn't play college basketball in the U.S.? Yeah, didn't and play. And he didn't play high yep. school basketball mm-hmm. in the yep. U.S.? Dang. So, I want, the one guy I thought of that... He's he's out. He played college. Olajuwon. He played college. Yeah, no. It, it's in um, our lifetime. Like like we. I very much remember right. him playing. Okay, Wiggins played college, um, in high school. And um, again, this this player is like, I'll give you another clue. He's not playing right now, and he's historically like one of the best players at this position. He retired. He, he retired, but he's in our lifetime. Yes. Okay, so it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Oh. I'm, I'm gonna give you a little, so another little clarifier because you, like you gave me one clarifier. This the team he played like his whole career on is in the Western Conference, and the country where he's from has an enormous basketball following. Enormous. I feel like I feel like this. I should definitely know this. Ah, uh, because okay, so it's definitely not. If it's international, man, mm-hmm. I'm having trouble. Where's basketball really big? That's not the U.S. Spain? <laughs> not I Spain, mean, not Spain. Um, is basketball big? It's not the U.S. Man, I don't know. I feel like you're just going to have to tell me. I should definitely know it, but right. I think you got to tell me. From China. Oh, my gosh. Oh <laughs> you my know gosh. who it is now? You know who it it's is? It's Yao Ming. It is Yao Ming. Wow. Yao Ming is the correct answer. What year was he, like, 01, 02? I'm not sure if it's on my head. Yao Ming was, he uh. has to be... I shouldn't know that. To be, it was, I think he was drafted in the 2000s. It was early 2000s, yeah. yeah. It was somewhere I shouldn't know that. I can't believe that. Well, you, you take the lead. <laughs> I take the lead. One nothing lead. I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, but on to our next segment. We're going to go into randomly ranked, um, where we randomly take a super random topic 
and we rank it, you know, whether it's top three, five, ten, whatever it is. Um, this week's randomly ranked, we're gonna do clothing brands. Last week we did types of donuts, food, so we kind of strayed away from food. We are gonna do clothing brands. So go ahead, your top three first. Okay, so my top three, starting with the third, because we're gonna start with, we're gonna go from the three highest to one. To yep. The, mm-hmm. yep. So my number three is a brand that um, not a lot of people are familiar with. Um, it's called Alphalete. It's a mostly like gym gym wear brand. Um, I'm a big fan of Alphalete. They do launches, not like, I would say like once a month, once every two months. And I'm a big fan because I, I like to go to the gym, obviously. So I love wearing Alphalete clothing. They're very comfortable, mostly like t-shirts and uh, sweatpants, stuff like that. So Alphalete, number three. Uh, number two, um, a bigger brand, American Eagle. I'm a big fan of American Eagle. That's okay. where I get mm-hmm. my jeans from. They're very comfortable. One uh, point, I rarely t-shirts. ever see you in jeans. You were always in sweatpants. When I do wear jeans, they're American Eagle. <laughs> it's rare. Um, so that's number two. And number one, this should come as no shock to anyone, <laughs> but it's got to be Nike. Yeah, Nike of course, of course. is the best. I mean, that's, that's all I really need to say. Nike is the best. All right. Uh, to my top three. Number three, I have coming in at number three is Adidas. Um, I have a good amount of Adidas stuff. I do like Adidas. I like James Harden. He's an Adidas athlete. Um, so Adidas will be my number three. Number two, it's kind of a random one, polo. I love polo mm. shirts. Uh, polo socks are nice. I all around polo is a great brand. Okay. okay, and they have like I feel like they have like slightly nicer clothing, but they also have like some nice wear around clothing. So like right. you know, times where I actually have to wear something semi nice, yeah. I got some polo stuff. I got you. Number one, no surprise. I think honestly, it's really like three, two, and then there's like fifteen tiers, and then number one. I'm with you. Um, is the big boy Nike. <laughs> uh, anyone who knows me knows I'm a Nike boy for life. Yeah, I love 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 Nike. Um, so they easily come out at my number one. Sponsor us, Nike. We're yeah, please sponsor fans. the pod. Biggest Nike enormous fans in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, transitioning into our first main topic, really our only main topic. We're going to talk about the NBA. Um, but to start off, we're going to go over some NBA awards. It's our personal thoughts. Uh, most likely, mine are going to be kind of weird. Trevor's might be a little more normal, but they're just our <laughs> opinions of this. Uh, so. We're going to go over MVP first. We're not going to go over every single award today. Uh, just, there's a lot to hit on. Maybe we'll go over some more in the next episode. Um, but for right now, MVP award, who do you have winning MVP? I have James Harden for MVP. Obviously, this has been a big debate um, in every like sports media, in the whole sports media world. But I'm going James Harden. He's been my pick for a lot of the year. Um, he's been averaging 36.1 points per game, 6.6 rebounds, 7.5 assists. Just insane numbers. This man's putting up 36 a game. This is insane. It's a lot of points. And he's been pretty efficient as well. You know, he's hasn't had Chris Paul for his whole season. He was injured for a little bit. Clint Capella was injured. And, you know, Giannis, he has a great case to make. It's close. Giannis has put up great numbers as well. But I got to go Harden. He hasn't had as much support from the team. I um, mean, he's still gotten his team to a four seed. So I got to go James Harden. All right, so before I say my pick, I want to just point something out, and this is fact, whether I don't care who debates this with me. LeBron James should be the MVP every single season, no matter what. Except this season. No, every single season. Before he was born, he should have been MVP. Mm-hmm. That's just, he will always yeah. be the MVP. It should be renamed LeBron James MVP Award. That's, that, I just I want to point that out there. Every single year, he should be MVP. You're crazy. However, since the MVP is a statistical award, I would not say LeBron statistically had the greatest season ever. So I'm actually going to go with Giannis. To me, I honestly don't – like, I think between Harden and Giannis, I, Giannis and Kimball, they're both so close. Like, I, 
it's so hard to decipher between them, but let me explain my deciding factors. Giannis this year shot right on 58% from the field, which is insane for a guard. Uh, I know he's not a three-point shooter. Um, he's 25% from three, which is pretty terrible. However, he doesn't take a ton of threes. He shot, on average, about 7.2 less shots than Harden. Um, and they made roughly the same amount. Harden, 10.8. Giannis, 10. Uh, Giannis, their efficiency rating was 33.1 versus 35.3. Um, so Giannis beating him out by two. Uh, while Giannis averaged 12.5 rebounds a game. And he's a small forward. So, like, it's not a guard. I said guard earlier. He's a small forward. So, I, that's an insane number. He's averaging almost six assists. Um, Harden's averaging six and a half assists. Or, or seven and a half assists and six and a half rebounds. To me, I think since it's a statistical award, the 36 points is the only thing that's, like, super alarming to me. Um, but overall, I would say Giannis just edges him out just slightly. But it's, it's close. I would not be upset with either one. Yeah, it's super close. And, again, um, this is kind of going against my case. But Giannis is obviously – one of the best three defenders in the league. Um, so he definitely has that over Harden. So I think it's really close. Um, but I'm going Harden again. I just think, you know, without Chris Paul and Capella, that I feel like that's really the deciding factor for me. Him just, you know, kind of willing this team to where he's gotten them um, at the four seed. All right. So ne- next uh, award we're going to go over is Rookie of the Year. Uh, like I said, we're not going to go over every single one. Maybe we will in a different episode. Um, but Rookie of the Year – there's, to me, it's really only a two-person race. I agree. And honestly, even then, I, I don't think it's, like, overly close. No. Um, but I'll, I'll go first here. I'm going to say Luka Doncic. Um, Luka, to me, has had such an amazing year. He, he was really, really great at the start of the season. Dropped off, like, a little bit. Um, but uh, efficiency, to me, is such a big deal. And he was just so, so, so efficient uh, this year. He's averaging 21.2 compared to Trey Young's 19.1. Uh, 42.7% from the field. They're averaging roughly the same three. And Trey Young's an amazing three-point shooter. You know, obviously, it's his rookie year. He didn't shoot amazing, but that's like what he's really well-known for. Um, his efficiency rating is three more, a little more than three more than Trey Young's. So for me, uh, Doncic takes this one uh, by a, a good amount. A good amount. Yeah, I mean, basically everything you said, I think you hit it right on the head. I'm going with Doncic as well. I mean, he's been amazing, especially um, earlier in the season. Trey Young, really. Um, he didn't start uh, really getting to a high level, playing at a high level until after All-Star break, while Luka was basically doing it the whole season. So I think it's got to be Luka. Just one more thing to mention. Luka's averaging almost eight rebounds and six assists as a rookie. Like that, I mean, that's Insane. really great. And to note, Trey Young is also averaging, he's averaging 8.1 assists per game. So mm-hmm. both of them are you know, having phenomenal years. Luka does take it for me. Yep. Um, we're going to go on over to first team. Oh, we're not going to do second or third team, um, but just first team for today. Uh, so, Trevor, why don't you take this one up? Uh, who is your first team? Okay, so my first team, this is pretty straightforward for me. Um, not too much debating with myself about this. I'm going with Steph Curry at the point guard position, James Harden at the other guard, um, and then for my three forwards, I got Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Um, it's pretty straightforward to me. I think the only debate I really had with like at the center with Jokic, Jokic I think has a case for center over Embiid, but Embiid, you know, he's averaged a lot more points per game than Jokic, so I gave it to Embiid there. Yeah, Embiid had a fantastic year. Uh, my 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 five is a little bit different, almost the same, but a little bit different. Um, my point guard I have Harden. I understand this isn't. I'm not gonna put their exact positions where they go, but whatever. Uh, small or uh, shooting guard, excuse me, is Paul George. Paul George has had really like a amazing year, it's like really really amazing. Uh, my I'm going to skip over three for right now. My four is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, like I said, he's my MVP. And I have Joel Embiid at five. That's the only one that I think is like a real big discussion. Um, but even then, like it's 
I don't think uh, Jokic is quite there. Uh, yeah. At my three, oh my God. it's really, this was to me, I think, the easiest decision I've ever made. Writing this on a piece of paper was so easy. Um, if I had to cast my ballot, this is exactly what I would do. Uh, there's no place on a first team without LeBron James. LeBron is by far the best player in the NBA. He showed it this year as well. But debate for another day. Uh, let's kinda... I, can't, I can't believe you just put LeBron first team. <laughs> Le- LeBron is the best player in the NBA, don't argue. You just can't. So, all right, going into playoff matchups, uh, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about each matchup. Uh, some of the games have already been played. We've actually had a good amount of upsets. Yes. Oh, uh, which t- t- Normally in the NBA, upsets are so rare. Um, I think we had, uh, let me get this right, I know we had Brooklyn winning, Orlando winning, and then the last one was, what was the last one, Trevor? It was... Uh, so, we, yeah, you said Golden State, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, Golden State won. Okay, yeah. Golden so, State won. Oh, Golden State won, yeah. Golden State won. Uh, Orlando and San Antonio won, Brooklyn, was upset, too. And San Antonio, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, give me, give me your thoughts on some of these games. Um, so, first of all, I'm going to point out that the Magic were a huge surprise yesterday. I thought the Raptors would sweep them. Um, you know, I, I think the Raptors are obviously a very good team. I thought this was going to be a mismatch. And for the Magic to pull out game one, DJ Augustine hitting the game winner, it's just like, what year are we living in? I was DJ say, Augustine Why hitting is, game winners? What is, what is he doing in a basketball <laughs> game? I mean, how old is he? He has to be at least in he's, his mid-30s. Yeah, he's been playing about 10, I think like 10 seasons, so he's like probably 31. Okay, okay, maybe early 30s. Yeah. I, I think Orlando's really not the best. Bamba hasn't even played this year, really. Like, he's barely no. played. Yeah. In, they have Vucevic, who probably will not re-sign. Isn't it? He's in a contract year, I believe. I think he's in a contract year. Yes, I um, so. And he's making like $13, $14 million, something like that. He's going to sign a pretty big deal. Yes, Most likely somewhere deal. else, because I don't think they're going to want him and Bamba. Bamba you know, was the project this year, even though he got hurt. Yeah. But Orlando is a decent surprise. I don't think Toronto, or Toronto is quite as strong um, as people say they are. I, Kawhi Leonard is amazing. He'll always be amazing. But... Uh, Kyle Lowry is horrible in the playoffs. It was shown he yeah. went over seven, I think, uh, in this game. To me, I think Brooklyn is going to be good in two years. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell's amazing. Jarrett Allen is good. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie's really good. Joe Harris is most efficient three point shooter. They're shooter. they're good. Like they're really not bad. I don't think they're going to win the series against Philly. Philly has a little bit too much star power. But overall, I, I I really think Brooklyn is going to be really good. It's kind of crazy. That Brooklyn might actually be good soon because they've been so bad and made so many poor financial decisions over right. the past few years. I mean, the Mozgov thing was a, a terror. I mean, that was horrible. But they're actually like trying to become like a really good team. And quick props to the LA Clippers. They were not, they were predicted, I think, sixth to last, and they they ended up making the playoffs. Absolutely. And they traded away Tobias Harris. Like they yeah, traded away their best, the best player. player. So to be. It's, it's been an interesting playoffs already, and we've had so few games. Right. Um, but we just watched OKC lose, which is not surprising at all. It was a good game, though. It was close a good game. game. It was close. It was close. Yeah, and, and that's the series, which I didn't get to watch a ton of that game today, Blazers and Thunder. But to me, that's the most um, intriguing series to me because I love um, – obviously, I'm a big Russell Westbrook fan, and I'm a big Dame Lillard fan. Obviously, I like CJ McCollum, too, so I like a lot of the players that both teams have. And this uh, matchup is just such a good matchup, close matchup. Obviously, the Thunder kind of dominated regular season series, but now with the Blazers having home court, you never know. I think it's going to be a really close series. I think it's going to go seven. So let's let's quickly we're going to quickly go over this. We're going to quickly say who we think is going to win the uh, the eight series. Um, I'll start off. Uh, I think Milwaukee wins in five. Milwaukee to me, they have the bus plus minus in the league. They're they're going to go pretty far. Uh, Toronto against Orlando. I think this will go to five. I think Orlando got one here. Yeah. 
probably a little bit lucky. Toronto, Toronto wins. I said that. That's the second time I've said that. It's Toronto okay. wins in five. Happens. Philly against Brooklyn, I have going to six. Philly will still come out. I think they're going to go far. Also, Boston, Indiana, I have my bold prediction here. Okay? Bold prediction. Indiana wins in seven. What? Yeah. Just stay quiet on it. Stay quiet mm. on it. <laughs> Golden State wins in four. They're better yeah, than LA. I agree. Uh, Denver wins in six. I have... Portland winning in five, and Houston will win in seven. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go through mine, and obviously I have to change my Raptors one because I had them as a sweep, but they've already lost a game. Um, so Raptors in five, and then we got uh, the Bucks. I think the Bucks are, Bucks are going to sweep. They're up big on Pist- uh, the Pistons right now at halftime. So the Bucks, I think, are going to sweep. Then we also got Celtics-Pacers. Um, I'm going to stick with my original prediction, which was Celtics in five. I think Pacers in seven is a little crazy from you. So I'm going Celtics in five. And then with the other East series, Sixers-Nets. Again, I knew this was going to be a really good series, and that's still in game one. Um, but I'm still going to go with Sixers in seven. And then the Western Conference, we got Warriors. They're going to sweep. And then we got um, we got the Jazz Blazers. Or not Jazz Blazers. The Jazz Rockets. Um, taking the Rockets in six. Um, we got the Thunder Blazers. I got the Thunder in seven. And I got the Nuggets over the Spurs in six, just like you. So uh, it's going to be a good playoffs. But to wrap up the episode, we're also going to start doing anything. We do a quick prediction for the next week. Um, so my quick prediction is to be the Lakers will hire a coach by next Sunday. That is okay. my quick prediction. What's your quick prediction? My quick prediction. Um, I'm going to go with quick prediction. Let's see. Hmm. I feel like I just have like obvious predictions, so I'm just gonna go with that. Again, like the the Warriors are gonna sweep. It's not gonna be close. Probably um, not. That's my quick prediction. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna blow out the Clippers. Staying with the safe prediction. Yeah, I like it. Safe prediction. <laughs> safe prediction. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we truly appreciate all the support. Uh, please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening. We do like actually notice it, and it, we really really appreciate it. Uh, follow both Trevor and I on Twitter and also the Small Baller Podcast on Twitter. Yes, um, sir. We do respond to tweets. We tweet out different things. We want you guys to interact with us, and we'll Absolutely. talk about stuff on the episode. Um, but that'll be it for this one. Again, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Love all you guys. And uh, peace. Go Falcons.